Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Mike Stow of Zariva.com. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Seth. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. What is your background? How did you get started? I've been in the engineering and management of IT, as well as investing in IT for 30 years. And I continue to do it because it's what I enjoy. It's what I like to do every day. And there's one thing I can tell you I've discovered in all this time, including probably four downturns, is that business can continue to make and save money by getting their IT strategy right. And what I mean by that is the ability to use IT as a creator of business value. That value is created when IT provides applications that make money for the company, as opposed to just costing the company money. I call it moving from a cost center to a contribution center. Yeah, this helps IT managers get what they want in their IT budget, because now they want things that bring revenue not just technology for the sake of technology. So my company, Zariva, specializes in maximizing value for IT departments. In fact, the name Zariva comes from the words service and value. So what exactly does Zariva do? Okay, so um, we do uh, several different things within, uh, within the information technology field. Uh, we primarily... Uh, help our customers uh, save money on IT hardware and IT hardware support. Okay. And what, how aren't IT people more technical? Like how do they, do they really care about the business side of things? How does that work? Cause you're different than most traditional like IT companies. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to back up just a second and uh, mention just a couple of other things for you. You know, as far as like uh, success in this industry or, or, or any industry, you may find some rare exceptions where success finds a person, but most of the time you've got to go find success on your own. And uh, I find that success is about keeping your priorities in the right order. And uh, my priorities are God first, family second, and work third. I read the Bible daily so I can apply God's wisdom to everything else. And I spend quality and quantity time with my family and make sure I'm available if my wife Celeste or our children need me. And with these priorities first, I'm well prepared to work in the business world. 
I take great care to be responsive to my customers and to bring any resource necessary to help them with their data center hardware or data center hardware support. Uh, after that, it's about defining outcomes that need to happen and then working, working towards those to lay out a plan to get to those outcomes and, and then working on those plans to produce the desired res results. And then, you know, more to the point of your question, uh, you know, aren't IT people more technical? Um, yeah, you know, they, they certainly are. You know, they're highly technical. And the computing systems that run companies, uh, both large and small, are, they're highly complex. And the systems required for communication and security take years of training to be able to manage effectively. And as for business, uh, we in IT no longer have a choice. We must be good at both. Technology must not only enable businesses to operate on a daily basis, but it must enable the development of new customers uh, and new sources of revenue. You know, just as an example, uh, half of the Fortune 500 companies in the year 2000 are no longer in business. You know, every business is vulnerable to competitors taking them out. The IT department is business's greatest untapped source for ideas and technologies that can be used by engineering, sales, marketing, manufacturing, and all the rest to increase revenue for the company. As a, you know, as an IT person, it's, 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 it's very difficult to advance your career uh, just by being a great technologist and solving technical problems. Everybody in the field does that. If they didn't, they wouldn't last very long. The ones that really advance in their careers are the ones that understand the business side and those that understand it best know how to focus on revenue. Okay, so what is Ariva, Zariva says it's Fortune 500 IT solutions without the 400, Fortune 500 budget. What does that mean? Yeah, so basically, um, basically, uh, you know, a, a Fortune 500 company has, uh, for the most part, they've got a nearly unlimited budget that they can spend on, uh, you know, brand new IT hardware from the manufacturers. And so what we do is, we, we're, we're able to provide them with factory, uh, factory overstock, off-lease refurbished equipment at a much lower price uh, than what they're going to pay, than what they're going to pay uh, when they go direct to the manufacturer or through one of their resellers. And so we're able to give them the same equipment. Uh, we have highly skilled, highly trained technicians that can do uh, network design, who can come in and do their installation. Anything that they could get, um, anything that a Fortune 500 uh, company could get from the manufacturers, we can provide to our client base as well uh, at a much lower cost. If it's Fortune 500 IT without the Fortune 500 budget, who's your ideal client? Okay, so uh, our clients are IT directors and managers at companies with uh, between 1,000 and 10,000 employees. The typical IT department at companies in this size range has about 20 people working in it. And they're more generalist in that they have to do everything from resolving trouble tickets uh, from internal users to maintaining the security software and protocols for the company. When we work on a hardware upgrade uh, for their data center or maintain the hardware in their data center, we become a partner with them in that they can call on us to help resolve other issues. Uh, many times we can bring in a specialist to help in, in an area where they need some additional expertise. Uh, and, and a lot of times we can do it for little or no cost at all to them. Well, that sounds like an incredible 
opportunity for them. What is the biggest problem that those companies are facing that you're helping them solve? What does the IT solutions you provide, what does it allow them to do? Okay. Uh, so let's say somebody at one of these companies, uh, you know, a manager or an IT director, you know, they really want to get involved in, in helping their company grow. They want to bring in processes and applications that are going to be able to generate revenue for their company. And so to help them kind of get started in saving on their IT budget, uh, we come in and for a much lower cost, we get them the equipment and support they need so that they can free up some dollars in their IT budget to do other things. And some of those other things might even be uh, hiring uh, additional personnel. Um, in fact, we had we did a project for a county school system here in Georgia a year or so ago, and they took their savings and they gave everybody on the payroll in the school system of that county, $750. So there's a lot of things that people can do if they can just have a little bit to get started. And that's what we try to help them with. What do you like best about what you're doing? Uh, it's new and different every day. Of course, the equipment is always changing and the way things are in security right now, you know, you've always got to be on your toes and it's, all, it's, it's just the opportunity to be able to help people every day. That's what I enjoy. Helping people every day. Absolutely. That makes sense. So what is it that you're fine? You talked about everything is changing every day. How do you stay on top of all of that? Because you, you aren't in just IT for, let's say, the restaurant industry. You're in so many different industries. How do you stay on top of all of the trends and changes? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um, uh, I read a lot, I talk to a lot of people, and I'm talking to IT managers and directors every day. And that helps me stay on top of what's going on out there. Absolutely. And then on the flip side, you're also probably working with the manufacturers um, and the other folks that supply the equipment and the infrastructure. So you're learning that way too, right? Yes, absolutely. How, has, how have the companies that you serve, how have they had to pivot during COVID and how were you able to help them? Uh, that's very interesting. Um, you know, uh, one of the things COVID has done is, 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 is send everybody to work from home. And so um, uh, that's, that's brought about some changes in IT as far as how they, you know, how the IT managers, directors, uh, network managers deal with their end users who are, you know, the other employees at the company and um, how they've had to make changes to their networks to uh, be able to support those people. And, uh, you know, in a lot of cases, they didn't have enough, uh, they didn't have enough laptops, uh, notebook computers available to be able to issue to those employees who are gonna have to work at home. So uh, we've helped them with um, upgrading their networks where needed and helping them to find uh, the, um, the, the personal computer equipment that their employees have needed at home. That makes a lot of sense. How are, I mean, in those bigger companies, you've got to deal with stuff that isn't necessarily at a smaller business with 10, 20, 30 people might not necessarily have those issues. Um, how do you help those IT directors get a seat at the business table and, and get their concerns voiced and be a part of uh, solutions that help grow the companies? Okay. Yeah, that is a, uh, you know, that, that's a great question. Um, I'll start out with, uh, with an example. Um, uh, a loan manager at LexisNexis uh, had an interest in uh, robotic process automation. 
uh, basically an application to improve business, um, but was literally scorned by management and fellow employees alike. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've come up with ideas before and you've expressed them to people and, you know, they haven't understood. And so, you know, the first thing they do, they might even, they might even laugh at the idea. And, you know, that can be very discouraging. Um, and, you know, and, and the, the issue here was, you know, when they heard the word robot, they thought of automatons running around the office getting in the way. Uh, several even said, you mean robots like R2-D2 or R2-D2? Which, you know, yeah, pr pretty funny, right? But how do you get an idea for improvement across when you're being made fun of or even suggesting the idea, much less trying to add it as a line item in your IT budget? You know, the first thing we've got to do, we've got to make sure we really understand the implications of the application or idea we're proposing. Does the idea meet a company goal or objective? Will it enable the company to create more revenue streams? If not, maybe we should reconsider. Next, we, we've got to make sure we can explain it in a way that company management can understand it. They don't care anything about the bits and bytes or how cool a new technology would be. What do they understand? They understand increased revenue. More than anything, they get in tune with you when you show them how they can increase revenue. And not only that, uh, but they'll now view us as a, as a partner, not just as employee, when they see that we're looking out for the long-term interest of the company. So, uh, you know, how did our friend, the, the manager at LexisNexis do it? In a single slide, he showed them how they could use robotic process automation to turn a $220,000 annual cost. You know, that's a lot of money. That's, you know, that's nearly a quarter of a million dollars. Um, and showed them how they could turn that into $131,000 in annual revenue. Management was convinced in less than 10 seconds. When you show how an idea or project benefits them, they don't have any choice but to approve it. You know, so Seth, I, I'll ask you, when someone who works for a company and they show their company management how to make more money, what do you think happens to that person? Well, obviously, if they're helping them make and save more money, good things are going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the person that's going to get, that's the person who's going to get a promotion. That's the person who's going to get a raise. That's the person, you know, if they're thinking about having a layoff, they're not going to lay that person off. Then getting back to your, you know, uh, more specifically to your question of how can IT get a seat at the business table? They won't come out and invite you. That's for sure. Uh, it, IT is often overlooked by the business side of the house because management views IT as a cost. Plain and simple. It's a necessary evil in order to keep the business running. And the lower they can make the cost, the better. On the other side, the IT people love technology. They love the bits and bytes and the blinking lights, so they don't speak the same language. The business people, for the most part, don't want to speak the technical language and don't have the time or desire to learn it. On the other hand, IT can pick up the language of business pretty easily. The, the way to get a seat at the table is to start small. We can interview uh, the managers of other departments at the company we work for and find out what would make their job more productive. What would help the research department do their job faster? What would help the marketing and say what would help marketing and sales get more customers and more revenue? Take a look at the software and applications market and find things that would help these other departments. Then do a case study showing how much additional revenue could be brought in. That's what the guy at LexisNexis did. It only took one slide. It doesn't have to be complicated. Once you do that, 
everybody will want you to be at the table. That is, that is absolutely right. And that's a great story and a great example. I know you're a voracious consumer of content. Um, what are some of the favorite books you've read or things that you've listened to that have inspired you or help impact your work or help improve you on a personal level? Oh, okay. Great question. Um, I, I think I'd mentioned to you uh, before that I had seen you on uh, the Andy Andrews podcast. Thank you and so much. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I saw your wife on there too. She, she was, she was great as well. Um, uh, so I feel like I know your whole family now, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, uh, Andy Andrews books uh, have been uh, very inspirational for me lately. Um, I've been, uh, I've read, I think I've read, um, I think I've read pretty much all of those. Um, and so those have, uh, those have been really good. I've also been, um, reading um, a book called Backable, and um, I'll, the, the author's name escapes me right now, but um, it's, it's basically um, about how to, get, um, how, to get, how to get your idea across uh, to people when you're, um, you know, when you've got a new idea and you're, uh, you, you either sell the idea or, you know, you're trying to get an investment for that idea. Those are great examples. I know your time's incredibly valuable and we're grateful that you spent some time with us. What else do you want to share before we, as we wrap up? I'm a hardware person. We're in the hardware business. So we'll keep doing that. You know, as long as, as long as IT managers want to keep, uh, you know, want to keep uh, hardware in their data center as opposed to moving to the cloud. And so uh, we'll keep doing that. We're, we're looking at several new areas uh, to help our customers out, including uh, technical resource outsourcing, robotic process automation, and software as a service. So, so stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, we're gonna we'll be announcing some new offerings here in uh, a month or so. And then um, I have more examples like the Lex LexisNexis example on my podcast that I host on my LinkedIn page, um, or folks can contact me directly via LinkedIn or email me at mstow at zariba.com, you know, if they have any questions or need help with hardware or hardware support. Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green with Mike Stow from zariba.com. Mike, thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much, Seth. I really enjoyed it. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.